Start, let's start up in the volume and, and, and let's start counter striking a little bit faster. Be more responsive. I know, I know, I know we're getting to the end here. We're getting to the last few rounds and okay, let's dig. Let's dig and be responsive and let's get our volume up. Okay. okay. Hello and welcome to episode 9, season 5 of YXC Underground. I'm Eric Anderson and welcome to the Chinese Martial Arts Academy here in Saskatoon. It's a Thursday night and four people are sparring under the careful watch of Haven Sido. For years, Haven has worked with athletes of all ages to help them develop their boxing, kickboxing and wushu skills. Wushu is also known as Kung Fu and it's played an important role in Haven's life. I am so excited to introduce you to Haven Sido. He is the epitome of a community leader. He loves helping others, he's passionate about making his community a better place, and he understands the importance of hard work and kindness. For the past 15 years, Haven has worked at the Saskatchewan Intercultural Association here in Saskatoon. Now this organization provides programs and services to help newcomers and Indigenous people find success in their communities and has been doing this work since 1964. Haven oversees all of the employment programs and as you will hear in our conversation, he takes so much pride in helping newcomers and Indigenous people find meaningful employment in Saskatoon. He also owns and operates the Chinese Martial Arts Academy where he is one of several coaches working with athletes like 21-year-old Takoa Thibault. Takoa has been coached by Haven for the past eight years and is grateful for his mentorship. He genuinely gives everything to whatever he does. Like it doesn't matter whether it's work, it doesn't matter whether it's family, friends, here. He gives everything to us. He gives us so much individual attention too. Like once he sees some, something in somebody, he will absolutely grow that and just mentor it in the, the best possible way. He's very, very encouraging, but also knows what to give tough love when it's needed too. So in the, in the best possible way, best possible way. Mentorship and helping others are key aspects of Haven's life, and he's able to do both in his role, not only at the gym, but at the Saskatchewan Intercultural Association. In the first part of our conversation, Haven shares how he and his team work with newcomers and Indigenous people to help them find a job and why soft skills such as communication are so important to learn. Haven also shares a wonderful success story of a newcomer who, after waiting a long time, was able to find a job. I sat down with Haven on a quiet morning in his gym and started by asking what his first conversations are like with people who need his help to find a job. I think we just need to look at, you know, what is it that we can do to, to, to help and help you learn more about our community? What can we learn from, from you? There's always, you know, I, I always feel it's always a two-way street. We're always ever learning so that, you know, we can uh, continue to be, um, you know, helpful and, and resourceful to, uh, to newcomers and just, you know, our community here in Saskatoon. At the same time, you know, we want to uh, try and support um, newcomers and indigenous people and just the general community as, as best we can so so those conversations we you know we open up just by hearing about you know tell me your story what you know you know uh, what is it that brought you here today and and what can we do to help you yeah are there are there common themes when you say tell me your story are there common themes that that come up every every now and again that's a really good question, and just from 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 my experience, and I have to say, being in being um, being in a leadership role there, I don't necessarily get to be on the on that you know front line per se as as, as much anymore. But but when I hear it from uh, my colleagues or uh, just from my experience uh, in doing so, like um, 
it's never necessarily the the same story and and that's what's so unique is that everyone has a has a unique story unique journey about about coming to Canada coming to Saskatoon um, and being that um, my area and focus is employment um, you know uh, the conversations you know typically you know uh, move into you know I'm, I'm trying to move forward in my career uh, here in Saskatoon and uh, you know um, you know what is it that you know what types of program services uh, would I be able to um, you know, take advantage of it and, you know, participate in uh, here at SAA. So, you know, and, and you know, we want to try and help as, as much as we can to, to anybody who walks in through our doors there. That's, that must, like, is it, um, maybe daunting is too big a word, but, like, when, when someone says, like, I, I, I need help in my career, like, that's a, that's a big thing. Like, is it, do you feel a lot of responsibility, Hayden? I, I feel there is, especially, especially today. I mean, like, um, there's so many, there's labor shortages everywhere, not in, um, from, you know, entry level positions to professional positions in Canada where, you know, we're, uh, at this point in time, we're just not seeing an, an enough people, um, uh, you know, um, you know, entering the workforce here. And, you know, our, so my goal right now is, our goal right now is, you know, we want to try and help those who, you know, uh, who are new to Saskatoon, new to, new to Canada, um, be able to, you know, get back into their fields because they, they come into, uh, to Canada with just this plethora of like, education experience and how can we connect you or reconnect you into your field of experience here in Canada and how, and so it's really about you know learning about you know what's it what is it like to to find employment here you know how do we build up that resume how do we build up your cover letter how do we build up your your interview skills and and network like Saskatchewan you know Saskatchewan I feel is like three degrees or less of, you know, of separation here like everybody knows everybody and you know how do we how do we get you into that mix? So it's it's as it's as um, as elemental as like working like you said on the resume on the cover letter. Those are things you do then. Absolutely, yeah. So um, a, a lot you know we have different programs and services for uh, different employment programs uh, for for different skill sets or or, or whatnot. So uh, let's say for example. Um, the um, the mentorship program. That's our. I always call it our flagship program. It's the um, longest running pro- uh, employment program for newcomer professionals here in Saskatchewan. And um, these individuals, these clients who who join the program, they've got you know post secondary education from somewhere uh, overseas or uh, out of Canada, and um, just years of experience. And we're trying to help them reconnect into. Yeah, into their field. So they take part, you know, in, uh, in an eight-week program where they're learning more about the Canadian labor force, learning about, you know, in developing those employability skills and, and, and learning more about uh, Saskatoon and Saskatchewan and Canada and, and as well. So learning about the labor market, labor standards and, and uh, uh, other things. So they go through the, uh, those eight weeks of classes and then after which we try and connect them f- with um, an opportunity to gain that valuable experience um, just having relevant experience in, uh, you know, here in Saskatoon. So we, you know, it's a volunteer opportunity where they'll, they'll go out, um, you know, uh, take part in a work placement for say eight to twelve weeks, and and gain that experience. So because you know a lot of, a lot of times, sometimes employers will you know they, they you know certainly respect and value you know having an opportunity to, um, you know, to, to to be able to apply and learn learn skills here. Um, here in Canada, but at the same time to, to build that network. So, yeah. When you say employable skills, too, are there what are like are, are there two or three skills that that you find that um, newcomers or refugees or Indigenous people that that they that they really 
that they need when they when they come here? Like, are there two or three that just sort of stand out to you? Um, I think I think having you know I think having those soft skills is so is so important. Uh, just understanding you know communication is is such a is such a big thing in the workplace right now. Is you know how how do you communicate? Um, how do you small chat? How do you network with, uh, you know, with with your colleagues, with your supervisors, um, you know, and just sometimes you know etiquette in the workplace too, and just you know what you know what is ideal etiquette, and, I, and I'm not saying um, it's standard across the board, and you know from one employer to another, but you know we're looking at, you know, how do we how do um, you know, we know you've got, you know, just incredible skill. We, we, we know you, you know, you're, you're motivated. You want to, you know, be entering the, the labor market here in, in Saskatoon. But now, you know, we want, you know, we also want, you know, um, you know, employers to, to, to see, you know, how amazing a person you are. And, and let's, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's develop those, those soft skills. Yeah. Cause it's, you're right. Cause it's, it's one thing to have all the, all the education and and maybe like the technical requirements, but yeah, it's those those interpersonal skills that every day in a workforce are so important, aren't they? Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, being able, be, you know, being able to get along with with everyone and and just you know uh, show how for me, I think is you know show how coachable that you can be, and and especially like in in, in the labor market that we have now, and when we look at you know where where we're trying to. Um, you know, fill all these vacancies, all these job vacancies where, you know, we can't necessarily look at, you know, how do we fit a person, you know, into the, you know, into this box of, you know, uh, uh, parameters of, of, of these skill sets. So, you know, we need to look more at how, how can we make this person, uh, how, you know, how, how can this person be a fit in our workplace? So instead of, um, instead of hiring the skill first, uh, you know, hire the behavior, train the skill. So then I, I, I'm thinking, like, how, how hard is it to train and develop those skills, those soft skills? It's not easy. <laughs> uh, but, but you know what? I think um, just the influence from our, our team, from, from, uh, you know, from those instructors, from our, you know, from our coordinators. So, uh, you know, I, I, I have to say um, my colleagues at SIA, those, those who help lead these programs, Oh, they're amazing, and and so lucky that that you know I, I'm I'm part of that dynamic with them because when I go in when I you know from time to time I, I have an opportunity to go in and see the class and, and and just love to love to meet everybody and you know just to see how the class is going and oh my gosh to the the how well um, our coordinators connect our instructors connect with our clients and you can't help but not be such a positive influence in that manner so i i think that uh you know it um certainly it is challenging uh, um at times but i think the you know the leadership and the influence that these coordinators have like i um so lucky yeah to be around them and and i'm and i'm ever learning from them too and i'm trying to absorb the 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 just the amazing things that they're doing with our with our clients yeah when, so when can you take listeners inside the class a little bit? Because I'm so curious. Like with the mentorship, um, is it like, is it a is it a big class? And and are there advantages to, um, you know, people who are kind of going through the same experiences and and wanting the same things? Is there an advantage to having them sort of together in a group? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So, um, you know, when we're looking at these things. Our, our our classes are typically at, at most about sixteen clients in a, in a class. Um, it could be small as like, it could be small as like ten, in fact. Um, but the 
the class itself, they all, again, they all have a different story, a different journey, and um, we, they all have diverse skill sets, career, career, career skills as well, uh, uh, career backgrounds, I should say. And so in a classroom, we, we could have people who, you know, who've worked in health, those who maybe worked in, in finance, those who have worked in administration, those in ed education, and um, you know, in, in in the sciences, you know, and so so mentorship is 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 one pro uh, one program that we're we're helping with professionals. We have another one where we're helping um, uh, professional women in the workplace. Um, that's called the, the professional um, uh, advancement and uh, career training. Um, we've got another one, um, English for Employment, where there's a, a language development and, and employment, employment skills development as well. Um, one that's really unique um, to, to SIA, and I think, I feel in, in, in the nation too, uh, is learning interculturalism through employment. So half of our clients in the program are newcomers, new to Canada. Other half are uh, Indigenous people. So there is this incredible intercultural learning and sharing piece in that class uh, over and above uh, employment skills training. Yeah, and, and um, it's an incredible dynamic and, uh, you know, just really, um, you know, the things that they can share, the experiences that they share, um, you know, they, they have some common ground, but at the same time, you know, learning more about uh, one another in just different parts of the world. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, that class must be amazing. It really is. It really is, um, and um, and I mean every every you know I, I have to be biased. Every program that we have is amazing, right? I, I have to be right, yeah. uh, and, and no disrespect to, to everything else that's going on uh, around our community, but um, yeah, and, and even in, in SIA. But yeah, the light, the 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 sharing piece that they have, it's it's so good. It, it uh, like I, it's never the same day twice. It's never the same class twice, uh, and so I, I think you know really. Um, you know, one thing too that's so important is is breaking down those those stereotypes um, and 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 barriers that you know that newcomers and, and indigenous people have you know have. So so there we see so many long lasting relationships and friendships and and you know the same can be said in all, in all of our programs and services. But what better way to break down the stereotypes than actually getting people in a room and like talking and learning from each other? Like that seems so basic, but yet it doesn't happen enough, does it? No, not at all. And and I think that you know they're they're together in the class over over eight weeks. However, it we have to build those relationships among one another right away. So um, you know, ton of icebreakers, a ton of a ton of sharing, and just um, a ton of teamwork. And um, it's it's amazing that the first couple of days of class, it. It can be pretty quiet in there because <laughs> everyone's, you know, still trying to get you know, comfortable and learn about one another. But I tell you, by by the last day, you know, by week number eight, yeah, you, you, you're having a tough time, you know, trying to keep everybody quiet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it, you know, again, it's it's an it's a it's an amazing program, and and you know, we're really proud of that, and you know, and, and everything else that we do at SA. Yeah, um, this might be a big question, but how how, how do you know? Like, because all these classes just sound amazing. Um, how do you know when you're having success from from like a, as a as a leader at SIA, and like how do you know when things are going well? Yeah, well, um, ultimately, like, like success can be measured uh, in, in a lot of different ways, and one one could be you know being able to land that employment. Yeah. So while they're in the classroom, um, you know, there's 
you know, there's there's always those possibilities that that there may be, you know, they may have missed out or didn't realize how important the resume was or how important answering some interview questions was uh, were or or some other things, and, and then. Um, during the classroom portion of the program, they may be able to find employment and land employment before they can move on to a, a, a work opportunity, or even in the work opportunity where in the workplace, uh, the success behind there where an employer wants to retain that that client, or or maybe all those things put together, employment skills, uh, the work experience, and then um, for those clients to be able to use all of that on their own to seek out employment uh, after. So, uh, so I think you know. Measuring, you know, one one of the measurements could, you know, is, is certainly um, a client being able to find that employment that they've been, uh, you know, uh, seeking since coming to Canada. Um, other 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 measurements could be, you know, hey, I've I've just realized that maybe um, I'm missing some skills, and maybe I should be some, uh, some specific skill sets that I need in, in this career. So perhaps even, you know, um, heading back uh, to school. Yeah, so that's that's another one. But uh, you know, others. You know, we, we look at you know where, um, what does the client be able to do for themselves as well? It's like, you know, yes, they've strengthened their the communications. They've, you know, they've put it upon themselves to, um, you know, to improve the you know the resume. They've, you know, so other, so those are certainly other other measurements. But ultimately, you know, the the greatest measurement that we've seen uh, that we use, um, you know, is that you know being able to land that employment and and. Um, um, and even our, our coordinators, you know, we, 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 we acknowledge that quite a bit, among other things. So uh, even our wing, we, uh, like, we need to let the office know that we've done something well. And, uh, um, like, so it was just a few months ago. I'm like, what can I do? You know what? <laughs> we put up this massive bell in, in our wing. So when, so, you know, when, 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 a, when a client lands employment or other things that, 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 that happen in, the, in, the, in our in the employment team, yeah, you got to get up there and ring that bell. And I'm not sure how happy the rest of the office is, but um, I'm so blessed. Our executive director, Jess, you know, thank you so much for allowing me to, to put that up there. And, and among other things, she's an amazing leader, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so you love it when it's a noisy office. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it, it is. Bell's ringing. Oh, bell's ringing, and um, you know it's an open office here, so we're you know we're all, there's cubicles everywhere, so you can't hide from from that. But we you know we yeah we we love we love it when it's busy in there, like everybody like uh, um, you know during during the pandemic that that was tough when people were really working from were like working from home all the time, and uh, sometimes it's, you know you go into the office and like it is it is too quiet in here. We're not used to this, so, you know this is not what, this isn't what we want. We want you know um, we you know we miss seeing everybody and. Um, because I think that even just the team dynamic that we have at SIA, um, we we feed off of each other, one another's energy, yeah. and the energy is is such a positive energy in our in our in our office, and um, I don't know how many years in a row, how, like how many consecutive years, but we are one of uh, Canada's great places to work. We're, we're we've been in the top fifty uh, year after year for I don't know how long, and and it's just this it's this intense battery like survey of questions that that you know that. All staff and, and management leadership, uh, you know, need to answer and respond to, and um, it's pretty in depth. And um, you know, lucky to be part of a work environment that's, you know, that's that's considered that you know um, one of Canada's great places to to work at. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, I I know you probably can't give um, specifics in, in terms of names or anything, but I'm wondering even if the, if there's a story or a person um, in the throughout your career where. Um, maybe you met them and they had to overcome some challenges and, and, and 
found employment. Is are there any stories that sort of stand out to you, and and maybe how that how that made you feel and your and your team feel? Oh wow! Like there's probably a lot. It sounds like the bell's ringing lots, which is great. Yeah. But like, is there one that sort of stands out to you? Um, the, the one I can think of right now is when when um, maybe about like five, four or five, five plus or minus years ago when I was um, still corning in the classroom. Um, one individual who, um, just an, an amazing person, absorbed um, so much of what we did in the classroom, and, and in terms of his skill set, it wasn't necessarily easy to hunt that down here in Saskatoon. Uh, so it, in that class, I, I do recall, just even during the classroom portion of the program, we, we saw a few of his, of his classmates were finding employment, and 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 others were finding that work placement opportunity post post class. Um, he has such a positive attitude on life, and uh, so well educated with you know multiple uh, master's degrees and and um, it just uh, again many years of experience and always had a smile on his face. Always always continued to improve on everything that we were doing in the classroom. And we we had struggles uh, finding a, a work placement firm as well. So we really wanted to help him and you know we 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 stress that you you know whatever you learn in the classroom you know know that it's not just about the the placement opportunity the experience opportunity know that those skills are are so key to finding employment and um it was a, it was a bu- it's always a busy week at SA I head into the office I open up an email and I get this email from him like Haven um you know it's we haven't communicated in a couple of weeks but these things have happened and just gave me the timeline. And in the end, you know, I have, I have a, uh, I, what I feel and, you know, what I feel is a very high position within the, within this corporation. So I just want to thank you, um, the mentorship program, SIA, um, for, you know, providing me or, uh, you know, supporting me through this process. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sharing the story with you feel free to share the story with with others and you know that i you know blessed to have been here so wow he made my day yeah made my week it was awesome yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask how that made you feel but like i think yeah it's it, it must feel good when you because like you said like you, you and your team like you, you worked hard with this person and, and it, i hadn't thought about that part but like he's in a class and he's seen others around him get these opportunities and yet he's still like okay like is it hard to like sort of preach that patience, like it's going to come, it's going to come. It, it definitely is, and because I mean, um, employment is, is 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 you know, it's like a um, it's a survival piece, you know, to life. You know, I should say, like I, you know, uh, among other things. But I think that you know, everyone is, is so motivated and anxious to to be able to land that opportunity, and and it, you know, we having those conversations with clients isn't easy. And, and, uh, again, I don't know much of it now. I, I, I step in when, um, things get, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, to be a little intense and whatnot, but, uh, my, co- the coordinators do such an amazing job with that. And to hear, uh, those things, you know, I've, you know, I do hear of multiple meetings. Sometimes it takes one, sometimes it takes a few, um, whether it be emails or phone calls and, and even, you know, uh, in person face to face, but just, you know, looking at it, let's, Let's cycle through everything that we've done in the program. You know, have 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 you have we come back to this? Have we, you know, um, have you had an opportunity to find a networking? You know, uh, you know, to network uh, again. 
um, you know, is have you have you attended maybe a job fair or have you considered applying here? You know, what can we change in, in, in the application process? So just always, always cycling back and reviewing, like, you know, what can we do differently? Let's go back to the, you know, honestly, drawing board per se, but let's go back to the, to these, to the, to, to these skills that you have now. And, to, you know, what can we do to, to change things up? And, and so, um, you know, I guess our, our coordinators, our, our employment counselors do, um, you know, such a great job with that. And, um, and just even now, like, yeah, you're right. That bell maybe ringing a little bit too much, but it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of what I can add to it now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Start making a musical and stuff, but. I love it. I love it. You are listening to episode nine, season five of YXE Underground. My name is Eric Anderson, and our featured guest is Haven Sito. You can listen to YXE Underground on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And you can listen to every YXE Underground episode on the website, yxeunderground.com. Be sure to follow the podcast on social media. Simply search YXE Underground on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And that's where you will see some great photos of Haven taken by Saskatoon photographer Rana Andres. And don't forget to leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. It's around 8 p.m. at Haven's Gym, and Takoa Tebow is wrapping up a two-hour training session with three colleagues. The training ended with a three-on-one battle drill that was pretty intense to watch. Okay, every, every person for, the, for themselves. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was like almost, that was almost a low blow right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Time. Time. Way to go. Good job. Good job. Okay, sit around, stretch down. Takoa was 13 when she first started training with Haven. Yeah. Not only does she credit Haven for her growth as a kickboxer, but she is grateful for the role he has played in her maturing into a young adult. For me, I always have had a really hard time making my own decisions. And so even just outside of the gym, even when, like something simple like, what time do you want to do a private class with somebody? Like, oh, whenever works best, you know, I'm good with anything, which is true. But nope, you make the decision, you're an adult. Especially, I've been here since I was 13. So I've been going from like teenager to, to young adult and I'm 21. So a really um, big thing for, that he's helped me with is making my own decisions and not having to ask permission necessarily or not having to ask someone else's opinion, just relying on myself and, and um, building confidence in me that I do know what's best for me. So that's been really, really helpful and just in my, in my life. So I think the really neat thing about Haven is that once you get to know him, you realize how his own upbringing has set him on the path of giving back to his community. Haven is a first-generation Canadian who grew up in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. His mother is from Hong Kong and his father is from southern China. They moved, along with several of Haven's aunts and uncles, to Prince Albert in the 1960s. There, the Cito families ran a Chinese-Canadian restaurant and grocery store called the Pizza Attic. Haven was surrounded by family, aunts, uncles, and a lot of cousins. Knowing Haven's story gives you greater insight into his character and helps you understand why working hard and helping others, especially newcomers, is so important to him. Much like any rural area or you know, or town or, or even city, there's always got to be the, the, the Chinese restaurant. And 
so we we had one too, and it was a big one. It, um, so it was it was run by you know, my my parents, my aunt, and my aunts and uncles from other fam- you know from um, I think three other three other families. So all, uh, collectively, we had the we had the restaurant in Prince Albert, and uh, Pizza Attic was the name of it. I don't know how pe- the, the name Pizza Attic like how like who thought of it, but I don't know. I like it. It'll stick. Yeah. And um, so we had, yeah, of, of course, the, the burgers and fries, the Western food, and then the quote-unquote Western Chinese food. So, like, your deep-fried shrimp, the, the chicken balls, and I don't know what else. Things, things, you, things you're actually not going to find in, in China or in Hong Ginger Kong. Ginger beef? Ginger beef and stuff like that, yeah. But, but you know what? I, 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 like, I love that stuff, and, and, and I order it uh, from time to time, too. Like, I, I'm still in love with that stuff. So it's, it's soul food to me. It's, it's, it's comfort food for me. Um, so, yeah, so that I... Uh, you know, growing up in, in Prince Albert, first generation uh, Canadian, there's there was so much for uh, my brother and I and my cousins like to to learn and, and you know arguably the entire family. So uh, it was such a cool dynamic that we had, and it, it is a cool dynamic that we had because um, the restaurant itself, big restaurant, it was like half restaurant, the other half of it was a grocery store, and it was it it was just a collective all hands on deck operation. You know, if you're not in school and, you know, if you can, you know, Haven, if you can stand on two milk crates and operate a lottery terminal, I need you to start punching quick picks for people, right? So it's like, okay, let's go, right? And, you know, all hands on deck, do what you can. So we did that. And then we, and then in the basement of the restaurant is like the, the rec area, but also, um, and also a section where we did all the, uh, the, the prep for, for our food and stuff. And also like, this is where we folded like 6 million, you know, pizza boxes and just, and just hung out. So. Um, among among all of the families, I was one of the younger ones. I'm, I'm the second youngest in our generation, and again, there's there's so much that I was able to learn, absorb them myself, my brother, um, just from everyone else, and learning about you know growing up here in, here in Canada. So they were a huge influence on on us to you know appreciating '80s music. You know, hey, uh, I'm a huge fan of Glass Tiger because of them. <laughs> You know, Skid Row, and, and, and anyway. yeah, they're coming here, by yes, the way. I saw, I saw, I got an email about that the other day, like, Skid Row's coming. I was like, what? Yeah. Skid Row's still alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, they, they've been such a positive influence on us. And, like, we hung out all the time. Like, whether we were helping out the restaurant, we were hanging out either in the basement there at the restaurant or at somebody's place. So, and the, so that relationship, you know, stuck all the way to, to today and moving forward. So... You know, we've got, you know, luckily technology allows us to communicate much closer now. We've got a, you know, we've got a group chat that's ongoing. And, and when we're visiting from one city to another, like all, you know, um, people are traveling to, to visit and uh, for work or whatever. But you always take time to visit family. And, and um, you know, recently I was in Ottawa for a conference, uh, you know, work-related with SIA. And um, I was able to just duck away for a little bit and, 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 and see my cousin over there. And when you get together, it is, it, it isn't. It isn't so much that like, hey, how's it going? How you've been? The moment we see one another, you know, it's like, it, you know, it's it's great. You know, you give each other a hug and like, it's so good to see you. But then, you just pick up where you left off. <laughs> right? It's that easy, hey? Yeah, it, it, it's so easy with yeah with that. And even you know, uh, we you know we take a trip to Edmonton to see my cousins out there or or uh, and whatnot. And it's like, yeah, you know, we just yeah, hey, we're here. Okay, whose house? What are we eating? Because. <laughs> And uh, yeah, my cousin put on this massive like shrimp boil. 
I'm still thinking about it till today. Like, it's so good. Um, <laughs> but again, you just pick up where you left off. And, and so that's, that's the cool thing. And, um, and when we say, you know, that, that, that all hands on deck uh, scenario, like, I lost my brother back in January. And when that happened, it, it wasn't easy, um, you know, uh, passed from cancer and, and other things. And, um, but when we knew, when, you know, when I spread the news to my cousins, um, how quick they were to respond. And they're like, Haven, what can we do? You know, we got you. We're there. And um, it's just, you know, I, I, I feel that the, dynamic, the, the, the group, the family dynamic we have is, 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 is really special. And I'm um, blessed to, to, to have that with me uh, moving forward. So, and even like others have, have seen that too. And just even at my brother's service, and some of them are like, you know, the, you know some of my colleagues or friends are like, Haven, you and your cousins, you're all like, is everybody here? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you guys are so close. And it's like, you know what? I, I'll tell you, like, I can tell you the story from PA and on. And now they actually have an opportunity to hear more of it, you know, now, yeah. that, now that you hear it. But yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's just something, it's a special uh, a relationship that we have um, among the cousins and our aunts and uncles. So it's, it's a really cool thing. I appreciate you telling me the story, and, and I'm wondering, like the, the the lessons that you learned growing up with with such a big family, um, like are, are you able to take those? And and I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but the the importance of of family, the importance of having a community, seems like important lessons. Like, are you did you learn those at that time, and then have you been able to carry that on, like through not only your work with SIA but here at the gym as well? Yeah, and I think that's where the connection kind of, kind of, kind of hits. And and I never really thought about it about it that much. It's almost it's like this, you know, this this influence that's always been there. But I've I've just come to realize more and more how important that piece was. Uh, and 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 most definitely, I mean, you, I, I look at, um, you know, my parents, my aunts and uncles being, um, you know, immigrants to to Canada, and looking looking back, and, and you think, gosh, if if they had those programs and services, if they had those types of supports back then, or even as, as you know, as, as as young first generation, you know, Canadians, you know, what 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 a difference it it, it could have made for for us. And, and don't get me wrong, like, um, you know, we're we're all doing incredibly well. And and uh, but just to think that you know, the opportunities that 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 we have now that we would would love to provide that we could have had back then. To really help us get a better understanding of our, of, of Canada, our community, and 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 whatnot. So, we, so I think that's a, certainly a driving force. You know, maybe my my elixir uh, to being part of part of SA and even part of the gym here is is knowing that like, you know, we 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 can do more. I want to do more. Yeah. Like. For so for so many people though they would they would go through their those experiences and they, and they might be you know grateful for them but they the 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 need to give back might not be there but like it's it's so clear haven like it's almost as though you feel com- like compelled to give back like through your work and then through the gym here what like why do you think that's so strong in you that's a very personal question I'm sorry but like why do you think that's so strong in you oh really good question and I think I think it really come I I look back and 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 have seen what my my parents have done um and what my aunts and uncles have done and my cousins have done just for 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 friends or even for strangers and and you know and and the difference it makes so i i think that 
you know, I can't help but think that, yeah, I, 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 I can and I want to do those things as well. So luckily I'm in a position where, you know, I'm working, um, you know, at SIA, I have this gym here uh, as well where I can, I can be that person. And, um, and just even uh, outside of that too, and even just as, you know, uh, uh, you know with, with my family, with my friends, I want to be that person too. And sometimes it's not easy, and, and I know we're multiple hats, you know, I feel like there, there aren't enough hours in a day. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. and, and that was one thing that struck me when we first met a few weeks ago was that, like, you're... You're like, you're very busy. Like between your your work and the, and the gym, like how is it hard to find enough hours in the day? It always is, but I think that I I've I'm I'm used to this now. I I love being being busy, um, and and at the same time I I need to stay conscious of ensuring that I can I can be there fully for for SA for the gym and and for my family, um, and so. They're all interconnected, luckily, um, be, because even the, the gym has a has a piece um, that we're, we're part of the performing arts groups at at, this, at SIA. Um, so we've had the pleasure and an honor of, of of being able to to perform at some some events and, and whatnot. So it's pretty cool. So when you say perform, like what what are you what? And, and feel free to like I haven't really asked you specifically about the gym yet, but like what happens here at the gym, and then how how does that translate to performance? Yeah. So. One of the programs that we have here is uh, the Wushu program. And um, a lot of people know it as Kung Fu. Uh, but the modern term that we use now is called Wushu, meaning martial arts. And one of the ways of learning martial arts is through routines. So um, forms or maybe something, you know, maybe choreographed shadow boxing. So you learn all these movements, uh, fundamentals of different styles of Chinese martial arts. And then you put it together and, and you know, does, uh, develop routines, whether it be a hand form, uh, long weapons like staff or spear, and then short weapons from different types of swords and, and flexible weapons too. So you have these different types of routines and, and, and challenge yourself through these routines. So um, through that program, you know, we've, we've had the opportunity to, to go out um, and perform at, at, at events uh, with SIA and even, the general, and even in Saskatoon. I mean, we've been part of uh, Saskatoon Folk Fest, um, the Lunar New Year celebrations uh, every year around January, February. So, you know, it, it's, a, you know, it's, it, I love I love doing that. I love being part of part of those celebrations, and and I think again, it's an influence that just comes from um, from you know my you know my parents, my dad. When we take my brother and I to the to the store uh, to the to the to the movie stores to rent uh, VHS, maybe Betamax. Some listeners out there are probably like, "What is that?" <laughs> if some of my students right now, they're like, I know, "I know Coach has talked about that a couple times." You know, gotta Google it, yeah. but. Um, yeah, so when we go out, it would never be like, hey, I want to, you know, like, Dad, how about we, uh, let's, let's check out this Disney movie that everyone's talking about on the playground. Yeah, Dad's like, no, 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 let's shift over to, the, to, to this section haven, the action movies. and like, action movies, I'm like, okay, I can get into that. He's like, it's like Bruce Lee. I'm like, okay, so we, like, we rented, like, all of Bruce Lee's movies every time we went to the store. I don't think we ever rented anything else. We walk in, they recognize us, like, yeah, it's over, yeah. <laughs> It's over here, guys. <laughs> there you go. Enter the Dragon, you know, Fists of Fury, uh, Return of the Dragon, and, and uh, what was the last one? Game of Death or whatever. Yeah, anyway. So, so yeah, so my dad was that influence to, to, to me, uh, my brother, yeah, from ever since we were, you know, kids, like, you know, martial arts, martial arts, it's, it's fun, it's cool, and, you know, and finally finding those opportunities to, uh, to train, 
um, wasn't easy here in Saskatchewan. And luckily I found, um, you know, a coach here who then connected me with his teacher down in Regina. So uh, Master Ronnie Yee, a long time uh, teacher and, and, and friend, um, you know, so lucky to have had him in my life for, you know, I, I don't know how many decades now, but uh, yeah, he, he's a wonderful person who's shared so much about uh, Chinese martial arts and, and life in general, how to enjoy life too. He's, a, he's such a cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- thank you for sharing all that. that, that yeah. That's just wonderful. And I'm, I'm just thinking back, like through our conversation, it, it's so clear that like, you know, one of the running themes in in your life is is the importance of of mentors and mentorship and and leadership. And so I, I'm I'm so curious because I, I I think I think like leadership is such a like it's a skill that you can develop and really grow. And there's so many different styles. But I, I'm wondering from your perspective, what what makes a good leader? Wow, I I, I do get asked this from time to time, and I don't know if I ever have a, a clear answer on that and um you know i think for for me as a as a as a as a coach when i when when i'm working with athletes when i'm working with our members or any anyone i'll never i'll, I'll never fault somebody for 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 trying and failing cuz it, it it's okay you know it's about you know you know they say it's about learning to get back up right and at the same time you know it just i i i I want you to find those opportunities to learn. I'm here to provide you those opportunities to learn. I want, I, I want to give you those resources. I want to, you know, give you that chance to learn and, and develop. So, so I think that's, to me, that's an important piece. It's almost like I, you know, I, I, I don't want someone giving me a fish. I want someone teaching me to fish. And that's what, that's, that's one of many other influences that I want to be able to pass on to you know to our members or to any, any, anyone here is just you know be be able to take you know take that accountability responsibility yeah that answer that's a wonderful answer and it just reminds me so much about um where i work at sherbrooke one of my mentors um her name is sue ellen Beatty, and sue ellen would always teach me about servant leadership and even though you you might be in a position where you are in a leadership role you are serving others and it just it's so clear to me that you're you're serving so many others in the community. You, you must enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I'm very busy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I, I really do. And, 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 um, um, I find out that the, the family part of my life is, is getting busier and I want to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm there for them. And, um, but I I look at the influence of growing up in, in the restaurant business and just seeing what my family has, has, you know, what, what my parents have, have gone through and, and, you know, just indirectly, they never say it. Um, when they send us to school, everything, it's, you know, just, you know, be the first one in and the last one out, you know, try and be the hardest per- working person in the room. Yeah. And cause, cause we may not be able to, you know, we don't necessarily have all the knowledge of, of, of being here and in the education. So, you know, do, do what you absolutely can to the fullest. So, so, and, 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 you know, first one and last one out, like that's, that's part of the restaurant business. You're, you know, you open the restaurant at seven o'clock in the morning and you close it at nine or 10. And when it's a family business, the mom and papa shops, yeah, it's you <laughs> that has to be there. Right. And so I, I, I feel that I feel the same responsibility here in the gym too. And, and life, life, life does get in the way, but you know what? I'm so lucky that our, our coaches here, it, um, here in the gym, they've they've been there um, for me and for my family 
so much, especially in the past little while too. So they've they've stepped up uh, and have done such an amazing job with myself being away, and I and and I feel the guilt. <laughs> and and it's almost like when you know when when I'm wearing one hat, I feel the guilt of not paying attention to to, to the other hats, right? It, it, it's always like that, and and so lucky that um, that. Um, that my, my wife and my daughter are so, uh, you know, understanding of the things that I have to do, um, just the immediate family, extended family, uh, with the gym, with, with SIA, and, um, you know, I'm really lucky that way too. And, and I also, it, it's also clear too from hearing, like from chatting with you, is, is that um, you've, you've built up all these wonderful communities so that when you, when you do need some help and when you do need support, there's a community there for you. So, but, I, but I also think that um, community doesn't just happen. That you, need, you need a leader to inspire, and it's very clear that you're a very inspirational leader. Oh, I appreciate that. And, and really, it's the influence that I get from... And I feel, I feel that like, the, my surroundings are, are, are play such an influence on who I am. And even at SA, I can't. I have to. I have to stress how incredible the, the leadership team is there. And my, you know, my boss, uh, Jess, the executive director there, she has. She's such a positive influence um, on to, to me and the rest of uh, you know um, the leadership team. That we have such a very close dynamic. That um, we were just talking about it the other day too, on how like I I love being here, and. I, I wake up. I wanna. I wanna be here every day. Like I have such a drive. Like I, like I. It. It almost. It almost hurts. You know. Not. You know. If I have to. You know. If I have to go out for an appointment or. You know. I'm not feeling well. And I gotta stay home. And you know. So it. Um, you know. She and the rest of the team there have have been able to build. You know. That that welcoming workplace and that positive inf- the workplace that. That it's yeah so lucky to be there and the same thing. Um, with the gym too, I'm among the the rest of the coaches, you know, it, it, it hurts not being here and yeah. And it hurts not being home too. <laughs> if, yeah. if only we could just clone you Haven, yeah. and just, you could be at everywhere, everywhere runs. Yeah. I don't know if, yeah, my wife might say, might say different to that. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> you don't want another Haven Cito or maybe some other, some other coaches and members and who else? Yeah. They're like, no, that's too much. <laughs> that's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, even I, as we've established, you're very busy. So I, I so appreciate you taking some time out um, this morning and welcoming us to your your gym. And and thanks for all that you do in the community. This was wonderful speaking with you. Thank you. No, thanks so much. And, and I have to say, uh, you know, um, leading into this, I was I was I was intimidated, humbled, and honored because when I look at you, uh, I was scrolling through your all of your episodes, Eric. And I see all these individuals who. I, you know, I've, I, I've, I know, but this, at the same time, who I, w- I would love to meet as well. And I thought, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm with some serious company here. From I look, I look back all the way to some of your early episodes. I'm like, hey, that's I think is, is it Derek Chesney from the, the police yeah, service? Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, like I saw him cycling the other day, <laughs> uh, you know, downtown. And then you know, some of the more recent ones, like uh, you know, Andrew Basinger, yeah. yeah. And um, I think. Shauna Tilbury, I know, yes. like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Adrian Van Gool, like, it just, it goes on and on. There's just so many amazing people who have you had a, you know, you've had an opportunity to sit down with, and like, gosh, if I had that time, <laughs> I would have loved to sit, you know, to meet them as well. But luckily, you know what? I'm able to capture that listening to you. Yeah. Well, th- thanks for it's it's uh it's very humbling to have you on the podcast because yeah, you're like it's, 
I'm sorry it took five years to get you on here, but I'm so glad we did it. <laughs> no, 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 don't apologize. And, and so lucky that we had, you know, uh, uh, a friend who we both know, uh, April Sora. That's right. Yeah, who connected us. So that's, that's so cool. It is. And one day, one day, April will be on this podcast. April, if you're listening, we're going to get you on the podcast, aren't we, Haven? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to knock on her door like, and like, let's go. Yeah. Thanks, Haven. Thank you. This has been Episode 9, Season 5 of YXE Underground. My name is Eric Anderson. I produce, host, and edit this local independent podcast. A huge thank you to Haven Cito for sharing his passion and story on the podcast. And maybe someday, Haven, I will try my hands and feet at kickboxing in your gym. Listen to YXE Underground wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, or the website yxeunderground.com. Follow YXE Underground on social media to stay updated on new episodes and to see great photos from each episode. Simply search YXE Underground on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And feel free to leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. A few thank yous before I sign off. Thank you to Saskatoon's Danger Dynamite for managing the website. Thank you to my cousin, Andrew Dixon, for the original theme music. And a big thank you to my friend, Rana Andres, for taking such wonderful photos of Haven for this episode. Before I go, I would like to acknowledge that these interviews were conducted on Treaty 6 territory and the traditional homeland of the Métis. YXE Underground is a production of the Salt Hammer Production Company. My name is Eric Anderson. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon, Saskatoon.